0: Good evening listeners, G'day Mike, G'day everybody, how are we all G'day, tonight? Mate, how you oh mate, living the dream. Well, well good, because I'm out here living the dream as well mate, I'm uh, southbound at, uh, oh, where
1: am I buddy, somewhere down here in Victoria, I can't think of the name of the joint. <laughs>
0: yeah right eh? Uh, yeah, I'm on the M Highway
1: though, I'm south of Glen Rowland, I
0: know that. Well we're trying to clean your audio up here as much as possible, because you've... Uh, Broken your headset today? Yes, I have.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, this, yeah, this happens sometimes, but we still manage to move forward and get on the air. And our good, our good buddy Yogi, he's trying to pull up as well. So you two are out there living the dream. Well, unfortunately, I uh, I can't pull up at
1: the moment because I've only got a certain amount of hours in the day, and I've got to be in a particular place tomorrow. Which, we all know
0: about that, so, oh, yeah. So, you're, not, you're a bit caught up in your logbook. Um, I, I am. I, I, am. <laughs> I am. Anyway, these things have uh, got us all, and anybody listening tonight would probably understand what that's all about. But anyway, yeah. we will we uh, keep trucking, keep truckin', mate, but we will get on with some formalities here and, and um, pay our dues here to Queensland Rail and know uh, your trucking height um uh, of course size does matter size does matter so remember that when you're out there no matter where you are make sure you look up have a look know your height and don't hit them bloody yeah, bridges the bridge is that all uh, yeah that's all yeah oh, well.
1: you might have a, you might have an insurance issue
0: if you do some real damage Wow. You're probably
1: going to hurt your truck or you're going
0: to hurt the bridge, but it, it could be untidy. Mm. Well, and the, there's well, just a disruption to disruption. to all the other everyday punters out there, eh? That's, that's exactly right.
1: Don't be the news story. That's the key.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you, you will end up <laughs> there somewhere.
1: You will end up on the news for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, Particularly if it's yeah. one of those... Um, major thoroughfares in one of our capital cities that's right you could be assured that uh, you will be newsworthy of the day yeah and of
1: course you could end up on any one of those wonderful Facebook sites that like to take (laughs) the pinky out of people that make a mistake
0: yeah uh yeah very unsympathetic yeah some people are well you know apart from that it's probably good advertising um (laughs) <laughs> for, for people to look look out, you know. So, yeah. That's... Um, so, our, uh, our, so, what?
1: Sorry, I, I
0: went over the top of you, mate. Yeah, no, as I was saying, it's just probably good, a bit, bit of uh, good advertising for people to realise that uh, you've got to pay attention to what you're doing. So, as, as yeah, much as yeah. it's not a great thing to have on, um, on social media, um, it probably does help to get the message out there. Yeah. Hmm. So... So you're headed down to Victoria tonight?
1: I am. i am got to sort of head out to, uh, I've got to go down to a little place called Congwack. If anyone knows where Kongwag is, I'm going to be down there in the morning and uh, do my delivery down there and then get back into Melbourne and, and load, head back to Sydney so I can be back to uh, get to the uh, Ballinger Memorial at, uh, at Bathurst on
0: saturday so mm. i need to keep motivated yeah. right yeah uh, uh, yeah so um we all we all got together at Goulburn on the weekend and most of our listeners probably yeah, heard us have a fair ramble on there on um saturday night i uh i, I listened back to the show you know you
1: never look back right but I, I, I couldn't help but listen to the show and uh i a bit of a laugh uh
0: well, that actually sounds pretty good on the show, I thought. The girls go all right there,
1: don't they? The girls go all right. I reckon they
0: should have their own shows, the girls. Yeah. Let's well, um, uh, keep talking over here for a minute because I'm just going to try to get Yagi back in and uh, have
2: a. <laughs> right
0: so you might have to turn that UHF off there, mate.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy there, big wheels. All right. Easy, easy, easy
0: Welcome, oh, welcome to the show, Yogi. How are you tonight?
3: Thank you very much. Yeah, great to be a part of On the Road Radio for a Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah it is. We'll just. I, I I enjoy, you yeah. know, your company.
0: Oh, thank you. We've we've had a fair bit of each other's company in the last few days. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. So we got Mikey out there with his busted headset. So he's. Oh, the, I hear him in the dishes. He's a- hand's free and. Um, Still driving, so we might have to just try to put up with him for the evening, or for a bit. But anyway, you're you're pulled up, mate. You're oversized, so that's it. Is it nearly dark, and that's that's good um, for the evening? Uh, yeah, that'll do. You know,
3: I'm not really too fast what I'm doing, so I'm i only slightly wide, but oversized is oversized, and I'm four six high and two point
0: six wide. So yeah, all good. Now I may have learnt something today about oversized. Uh-huh. Righto. I was talking to a fella and he said he's been doing some oversized stuff and heading to South Australia and Western Australia in a B-double. Oh, yeah? And I said, in a B-double. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yes. So, anyway, he sent me some photos of running oversized in South Australia, Victoria and Western Australia as a B-double. Yeah. And this is possible.
3: Yeah, I don't know about Victoria, but it's definitely popular in South Australia and Western Australia. Yeah,
0: right. Well, there you go. I actually didn't know that. I I thought it was still you. already could do it in a single. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, so you know, everyone sort of talks to me about getting two trials or maybe snapping a ten day and, and and yeah, it's a great idea. Um, we can do it. Truck traded, We can be a part of it, but. There'll be places where I'm going to have to leave my child, <laughs> yeah, because it's ju- it just won't work. So, 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 I'm all
0: for it, but it's yeah, definitely not in this case Yeah, so it's only up to a certain size, then I imagine.
3: Yeah, three and a half, I would imagine is well, WA three and a half, and I'd imagine um, South Australia is, but I'm not 100 sure on, on Victoria and their sort of rules around around the oversized side of it all.
0: You know? mm. yeah Yeah. So, well, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, I learned that today, that you could actually, um, yeah, do that. I was not aware.
3: You can, uh, you can oversize road train in Western Australia, but you can only be north. You can't oversize road train south. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, one, yeah, one of one years. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Well, there you go. A- and Mike, yeah. in some other big news today, the company... Oh, I don't know whose phone's doing that, but it's got a hell of an echo in it. Um, not me. The company <laughs> involved in the death of those four people on the side of the highway has been fined today, a press yeah. release from the NHVR. $2.31 million they've been fined. Right.
1: Uh, and uh, one of the directors, I believe, has been Handed a $22,000 Personal fine That's the Largest Fine that's Been handed out In a uh, Local court In Victoria Certainly the Largest in HBR you know, hb Fine that's Been issued mm. uh, I believe They've also Been uh, Ordered to Cease trading For 12 Months I'll uh, you can have a look at the press release. I can't read the press release, depth I'm driving, of course. Mm. But um, I believe that's the case. Yeah, uh, you know, everyone is saying that their thoughts are with the families of the officers that were killed, etc., etc. I have a point of view about this that might be a little bit controversial. I mean, I
0: not from you, surely. You know, we
1: all no, good, no. We're all you know, We're all a bit sad that. Uh, Anyone gets killed on the road, right? Anyone. Um, but it just seems to me somehow that this is a little bit disjointed. I said at the time that uh, it was unfortunate that, that that truck hit that police car, but I, I, I question why the police car was even there. Why were they even there? Why, do, why does common sense not seem to exist? You're on the side of a motorway. Why not have someone come into that car and move it up to a safer place and, you know, be be away from the danger. Why not remove yourself from the danger? I said that at the time. I was held down for it for being insensitive. Maybe it is a little bit insensitive, but we should learn from these things. Today, up at Mittagong, there was an accident at Mittagong today, and the police are all there, and they've got everything all on the side of the road, etc. Traffic's insane. It was just after a set of roadworks. I would suggest that someone's got a little bit frustrated in the roadworks for like, what caused the accident uh, coming out of it. We don't seem as though we handle some of this stuff that happens on the highways very well at all. And people get frustrated, they make stupid mistakes. So that's that. Um, the other part about it is that they've said that this was mostly related to fatigue, etc., etc. Now, Yes, the bloke that was driving the truck, and I can't remember his name to save himself, was fatigued, but he was also drugged to the guts. He was drugged up. That was the issue as much as anything. And the uh, the the uh, controller, the uh, the the police controller, allowed that bloke to go to work. That's the issue.
0: Well, I think that's two point three. I think that's the biggest part of um, in probably that finding is that. It does show that the the responsibility is coming back to the companies that do employ people that are, whether, you know, taking drugs or alcohol, or whatever, when they're driving. So, you know, it, yep. it, it might be the start of a message out there to some companies that are doing the wrong thing that, you know, the, the prosecutors are starting to chase these people down Well, and make them responsible. So, you know, there could
1: be... There are there have been plenty of truck drivers killed on the road through irresponsible behaviour of the companies they work for. We both know that to be true. And the thing that I find mildly involved, it's, No, it's not even... Uh, I, I, it's it just, to me, it's, uh, it's just a point of objective interest that we get policemen killed by a truck. Unfortunate as that is. I, this is. I know this is gold, right? But it takes four policemen being killed by a truck before a company is truly held responsible for something one one of their uh, company operatives has done. Now, we all know this industry isn't always pretty. There's 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 a dark underbelly in this industry in some places. There are still companies out there that encourage their drivers to get there no matter what, and they need to be rooted out and sorted out. And I would hope that this is start. This is a part of it, but if this is the first time we've seen a decent sort of a penalty applied. Mm. I just I just wonder how far we're prepared
0: to go. Well, the thing is, you know, we're, well, there's level of compliance that everyone has to abide by, um, and, and, so, and part of this is not just um, a compliance thing for the company. There, there are some very simple road rules about. You know, taking um, you know prohibitive prohibited substances. So yeah, it's um, there's a responsibility on the driver, but I, I believe do believe in this case that there was a, a knowledge from from the company that um, that the driver was actually yeah on drugs. So. But, but if that, if we're finally seeing some prosecutions, I think that's a good thing, so... Yeah. But, uh, anyway... So this, but, this is one on the Monash Freeway, wasn't it, that happened? That's right, yeah. Uh,
3: it, was, yeah it was... Yeah. Was it the Monash or the Eastern Freeway?
1: M- Melbourne. I think it was
3: the, I think it was in Melbourne. I think it was the Eastern Freeway. Eastern, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I don't know. It's a sad... It's a sad set of events, and, 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 and li- liability is an interesting where it lies, you know, but well, I, I believe, either, you know, if, if we're going to talk about the road being shut, and, I, I think it should be, I mean, a lot of things shouldn't be like America, but it should be a lot like more American. Get it open. Get it moving. Sort your stuff out. We've got, we're in the modern technology. We're in the 21st century. Well, it's frustrating when you see the nullable shut for 24, 48 hours. One road, one place, everybody stops. Get it open, get it done, move on, and we and can investigate later. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, they, 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 they talk about there being uh, a change of evidence and proving the different marks on the road belong to different things, etc., etc. I mean, I understand that there's to be a certain amount of investigation takes place, and I, I don't have a problem with that. But at the end of the day, that the whole society continues to run irrespective of what happens to any individual, and you know we we just seem as though sometimes there's a, a disproportionate level of something, so compared to others. Mm. I yeah, uh, I just find it. I just find it a little bit hard to comprehend sometimes why some things get more attention when there are other things that are equally important that just get brushed aside.
0: You know. Well, That's- sometimes the circumstance around it, you know, is a factor, and and it's sad that that maybe the situation here did take that it was four police officers to to have a catalyst to to get you know, the law on the side, which, you know, we all we all understand is, is not not the best. But if that's where we've started, maybe it's somewhere where we can move forward and, and keep you know, keep these companies in check when these sorts of things happen and and um, you know, there's now been a precedent set, so let's hope that, you know, that can can continue. Sorry. Well I mean it might sound a little bit cynical, but seems to me the
1: precedent's been set so far is that- kill policemen.
0: <laughs> well. Wow. You can kill yeah. truck
1: drivers all you like, but you can kill truck drivers every day of the week all you like, but you don't kill policemen. When did we, when have we had a police task force set up to investigate the hundreds of deaths that have happened on the road all the time involving trucks? When does that happen? But now we, we set up Operation Paragon to investigate the deaths of four police officers. Um I Am I, am I just being over the top? Do you
0: think I'm being over the top, Greg? Or you know, does there seem to be a little bit of disparity in the enthusiasm for investigation here? Well, as, as I said, well, it's, um, it's it's not a great thing that if this is a catalyst that it took. But hopefully moving forward, things can change. So, yeah, yep. we all, all understand the the, the um, cynical attitudes in, in a lot of these situations. But... Again, hopefully it's something that, that um, provides an outcome where people will sit back and take notice and, that, as I said, has sent a precedent that now we can we can have some changes there, that all all accidents are investigated to the same rigour as what this one has. Yeah. can't. I'll put it to bed
1: now. I've said all I wanted to say about it. I could go on. It's one of these things that grinds my gears. This sort of thing, as I'm sure you've all worked out. But just uh, seems to me that uh, there needs to be more done, mm. a lot more.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, let's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got anything on that one, Yogi? Or <laughs> no, I haven't. But I you look, like
3: I agree. Yeah. We're at, look, at, we're never going to stop the death on the road, unfortunately. No, so the the investigation needs to be across the board for every death on the road. Like there's always going the road. 0 we're not paying attention. We're not we're not looking out. We're not looking forward as drivers at all. Mm. I don't know how many times I've noticed that lately. People don't look any further than their bonnet mm. of their vehicle, whether it's a truck. I'm hoping the trucks do a lot better. But I mean, I've seen I've seen a couple of ridges come out of a road yesterday that I was trying to go into that they wouldn't know. Three feet in front, of them. Mm. you know. So cars are no better. So we're not. We'll, we'll never be at zero until we have a massive change in where we are and what we do on the road. So yeah, yeah. investigations are not going to
0: happen. Yeah, and and ultimately the best thing would to be not have to have investigations. So these you know that these um instances are, are eradicated from from our roads forever i mean i know there are accidents that happen because of you know certain road conditions an oil spill whatever but when we're having accidents because people aren't paying attention that that's actually avoidable um yeah you know there's there are circumstances that, that aren't avoidable or you know can't be foreseen but you know mobile phone use or drug use or speeding you know, we we need to change our culture in, in what we do on the road. We need to be better drivers and understand that your your actions can actually kill people. So you know, pull your head in, change your ways. It's as simple as that.
1: Well, you've only got to, you've only got to look at the episodes of you know, the highway patrol and all that sort of thing. That you know, the, these television shows, these reality television shows. Well, you have the frequent pause to find out the person that's obviously drug-affected is in fact drug-affected and hasn't had their licence for 10 years and it's supposed to have it for another 10. Mm. And they don't care. People don't care. Some people just do not care.
3: they've mm. no. and, uh, and taken you know, it up for 10 years and people still drive. Yeah. They feel that's like right. They have their God-given they're, right to drive.
1: Mm. Yeah, well...
3: There was, a, there was a
1: fella there I talked about, I think it was probably about 12 months ago now, and he got caught driving a, a, like a little tray truck. And he'd had his licence. He'd never, ever had a licence, right? But he was suspended from driving for something like 30 years. And the, and the cops catch him once a week this way. And he still drives. And every time the police see him, they nail him. He should be in jail.
0: Mm. You
1: know? I don't... You know, to me...
0: It is. It is one of those things when you see see on these shows that when they get caught and it can be the third or fourth offence, yet you watch the outcome at the end of the show. They only had, um, you know, another twelve months suspension on something that they can't have suspended because I never had in the first place. But it, it should carry a, a much much greater penalty.
3: Yeah, like it's got it, community hours and three hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Yeah, and it probably shouldn't
0: be shouldn't be a monetary fine. It probably, you know, well and truly should be a, a jail sentence. So, well, I I mean, I, I I just struggle with that that sort of thing. And then you go and
1: have a look at you know talking about drug affected drivers and things like that. Have a look at what they've just done in the ACT. They've just said that you. So you can have, I think it's 25 deals of bloody cocaine or some bloody thing on your, on your, on your person, and, and that's going to be regarded as not a criminal offence anymore. <laughs> the good
0: old ACT. Okay. You'll, have
1: to, you'll, have to ring, you'll have to ring Bob up and ask him. Bob will have all the oh. details. He's all over it. Yeah.
0: Right?
1: Well, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember the exact details of it, but the ACT have basically just decriminalised art drugs. Mm. It's mm. just as
3: simple as that. Well, they must have voted yes a lot in there and worked it out. Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, look,
0: that's well, oh, it just it does, my, it does my head in. If, um, if it's got to yeah. start somewhere, it'll normally start in the ACT. That's, yeah,
3: that's, well, yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit known for radical thinking there, isn't it? Uh, we, we were sitting there having lunch at the Canberra Airport the other day and and that and looked good too. Just, just,
0: looking people. just to tell you that, Jagi, the pictures that we got of your lunch there. Yeah,
3: it didn't look too bad. Did didn't didn't taste as good as what I thought it would, but it didn't look too bad.
0: Yeah, it looked. looked oh, I, feel, I feel left out now. I didn't get any pictures of me black. Wow,
3: well, you are not on social media like mm. that. I'm not on
1: what? <laughs> you <laughs> haven't got it. You
3: haven't You're got not it. You on Snapchat.
0: <laughs> no,
3: I don't, do I don't do the Snapchat well, you go. Well, don't ask questions you don't know want the answer to. Top
0: your engine, there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Did I, I, I sent you a picture of my lunch the same day, Yogi? Bye Yep, well, obviously yep. you, you you're not on a snapshot. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. The odd, yeah. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah,
0: sure. it, yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was just the simple um hamburger bun, a uh, hamburger patty, and that was it. Oh yeah. Because yeah. as our trip to the Goulburn convoy, we um, well I particularly did drift away from from um all of the dietary things that I've been drift doing. A, drift, a, drift
1: away, drift away. Yeah. A Michael, land,
0: Michael, no, no, Michael, no. Michael, Michael, stop yelling yeah. into your phone. It's really annoying. Yeah, we'll cut you off. Yeah. Sorry. Mate. Just talk. No, just no, talk so normally. Did and <laughs> and I, did, I did. say drift away, and that's all it was. I,
2: you didn't drift. You didn't
0: drift. Drift. <laughs> was, so we did go to Perak. Paragon Cafe for breakfast. Oh yeah, and that was pretty good. And Blondie ordered a what well, was that? A waffle.
3: Yeah, well, it, was, it seemed like a banana, simple enough sort of waffle idea. And and I reckon you could portion that out and eat that before breakfasts every four, four days in a row. Well, I think it was huge.
0: I think there was enough there to um, yeah, turn it into. Oh, well,
3: pretty sure we, we had all lot of go at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether Amanda did, but. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Nah, bananas are not her forte. Mm.
0: But it was... Ever
3: since um, she's been pregnant, bananas and Amanda are just not her thing.
0: Just can't do it anymore. Yeah,
3: yeah can't do it anymore, yeah. yeah. I, mean,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: I, think she, I think she threw
0: up too many of them, to be <laughs>
3: honest. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but we did,
0: we did have a big For night me. in Goulburn. Big, yeah, big, big day, big afternoon, big evening. Yep. I talked
3: a big game and a few people called me on the two-way today and uh, asked me if I got food for on Saturday night mm. and confirmed, no, I did
0: not. No. No, I
3: did not get the flamingos.
0: No, we, <laughs> we, did, we left the club there fairly late. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep but. Uh, yep. Had, had been a big day already, so, you know.
3: Um, well, I think this is the thing. I was all keen for Flamingo, and it, uh, I was going to make it happen. And uh, and then it was pointed out that Flamingo doesn't start till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. That, yeah. Now, that, now, I pointed out to that particular person that I would be catching red at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm not prepared for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a very late evening and I reckon our Sunday might have been a slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
3: it might have been a long day on Sunday, I would imagine. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah But yeah, no, it was yeah. a great a great weekend yeah. and um, Yeah, they raised raised some good money and geez they had some rain there on Saturday night, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh they did, yeah, I know. We let the me um, let me bridge out on side and it was sparkle water. Mm. Well, there was there was some kind of water in it, you know. So,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> a bit of, probably a special thanks out to High Drive Yogi for looking after the PJ oh, and Thanks to High
3: Drive. Great uh great uh, great company in Job and Nathan's a very good supporter of um, of uh, the golden convoy. Thank you, Matty, for your all your hospitality and Roger and the crew at High Drive and yeah we'll um yeah we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely see you again.
0: Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we so, will be back. So tonight Mike we've got a guest on We do. Kath Gilbert. Um, she's a bit of a transport historian would be a good good description. Yeah.
1: Well, it is, it is now. She's certainly doing a hell of a lot of research on, on uh, the history of Razorback and, yeah. and a lot of other things.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, she's become a bit of a detective as well. Hmm. But um, be- we'll, we'll let her tell the story. I've started to call Detective Gilbert, actually, because she can dig up the facts, mate.
0: Yeah, right, eh? <laughs> well, that's good, because there's... So I
1: suppose you could probably go to a sock and get her off. I'm on the... Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It sounds like um, like well, Yogi might be getting hassled there a bit. But anyway, we will um, we'll put a song on, and we'll try and get yeah. Kath on the phone, and uh, we'll be we'll be right back. So we're going to go with a bit of bit of Aerosmith. So we'll we'll walk this way, eh, Mike? Why not?
1: Uh-oh.
4: Falling asleep at the wheel again, baby You're drifting over the line, the line, yeah Your hands are tied but you're losing grip Quickly fix, make a new read signs Coming your way to Vegas dirty and dreaming of the other side Save me your tears and laughter Because it doesn't matter what you find It ain't pretty
0: Welcome back, everybody, and special thanks to Queensland Rail and know your trucking height. So, oh,
3: sure. I've always been trying to know my trucking height. So I was, I was running high out of uh, uh, Gloucester today, and, uh, and there was a bridge there, and a rail bridge there, and I did my research and time work and. Loaded to the right height and dropped some fire pressures and, really? and everything else. So know your trucking height. So you got under the bridge. I went, and as I went down under that said bridge, somebody has already arranged. <laughs> and somebody's hit that bridge. So yeah, there's a nice big mark in that bridge. So ah, I'm so very that, happy that I did know my trucking height.
0: Yes. And they and they didn't know their trucking height. No, they didn't
3: know their truck at trucking. No. 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 Well, tonight. We wouldn't to buy size, size obviously
0: does matter, then. Size, yeah, size does. Always matter. does matter. Yeah. So, tonight we've got a special guest on, Kath Gilbert. Welcome, Kath. How are you tonight?
5: I'm well, thanks, Craig.
0: That's good. Now, we met out at um, the Hall of Fame.
5: Well, we did.
0: And um, I saw some fantastic work that you have done on Razorback. You and Mike have been in conversation for quite some time. Uh, Yeah. And you're continuing that um, escapade.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I am, with a bit of encouragement from Mike and and Bob McMillan. I've continued on. I I must say, I didn't know anything about Razorback until, until a few months ago. I was a bit young when Razorback happened, so... I um I was only twelve, so it's it's been a real learning journey, and I've I've really enjoyed learning about Razorback and finding out about the the what happened the years before, as well as the actual ten days of the of the blockade. Yeah, so yeah, you, I guess
3: I guess something like for, for Razorback, I mean, the, the the it's not like today's world where you think, oh, we're going to have a blockade, we put it on social media, and everybody thinks about it. And no one does anything. Whereas Razorback back then, it would have had to have been a really calculated event to reach a point, to get to a point, to get it done. Mm.
5: It's an interesting way calculated because there were, there were, and stop me if I ramble, but like, there had been meetings and meetings from about 74 on, and and there were, and certainly from 77 on, there were talks of let's do a blockade, we should probably do a blockade, and, and then there were, were times where they said okay we're going to do a blockade and the government said "Radio, here's what you want so the blockades didn't happen and then in the end it was just pure I think pure frustration and so it did happen and it came down to five or six men saying we, we will make it happen but it, it like to say it was calculated there was a lot of calculation there was a lot of thought and it had been brewing and brewing for years but in the end it was just you know, Ted and the crew finally just said, we've, "We've just had enough. This is ridiculous." And I think the first thing that I knew nothing about it. So before I could write the story, I had to believe in it to write it in a way. Mm. Or I had to had to know it. So once I, you know, the legislation against the guy, the truckies, went back to the 1931. Like it wasn't. It was their dads and their granddads who, who, who had been, you know put out by this stuff and so when I first heard about it I thought oh, this was just sort of like six cowboys that have gone a bit rogue, you know, but not at all like this had been happening and every time they had a little win against the government the government found a way to come back and, and slap them down again and that's what I really was surprised about that they'd have one win and then they'd, the government had just changed, tweak a law and they'd be back right where they were mm. so it, it was certainly calculated Um but yeah, I guess not everyone was on the same page.
0: either yeah. it's comment. it's um it's not hard to believe that that in the in those times that when when the government or representatives thought that someone had a win over them that they would um would try something else to either claw money back or just to to pump their chest out. Um, I, I know that's a cynical sort of attitude, but it did happen time and time again. So Ab- so th- these men were just at the <laughs> point of absolute frustration and not only just frustration with, with the laws of the time but financial um, disadvantage by, by what was happening as well.
5: Oh, for sure. And I think that's something that's been really interesting. I've had the privilege to talk to three of the men, Carl um, Goodfellow, Sleepy Grimson and Jack Hibbert. And to hear them talk about it and, and what was it that sort of got them to the point where they did it, they all wanted the, in the the industry to improve and they all wanted changes, but they all had a slight different thing that was the most important to them. Mm. So reading Ted's book, for him it was the taxes, yeah. and I think it was a fair bit of the taxes for, for Sleepy, mm. um, and he'll ring me up and tell me if I'm wrong. And for Jack Hibbert, who, I only, who I've just recently found, which is why – might call me detective. Um, for him, it was definitely <laughs> the backload and the um, the backload rates and mm. the and the poor rate that they were getting. Yeah. So even though there was a combined belief that the industry had to improve, they all had a slight different. You know, were, the, something was more important to one than the other. I guess.
0: Mm. And yeah. it it does show though that it, like what what they did then. <laughs> with those difference of opinions, I suppose, or different views or different reasons for for what they were doing, is not that much different from where we are today with uh, different associations, groups wanting change, um, but they they have slight differences, so for some reason they can't band together. Or, Or when I say that, I should say previously have not been able to band together. We have seen a change in that recently and and as though now we can't blockade roads i think we'd be in a hell of a lot of trouble if we tried um Mm -hmm. we do still have the ability to stand together as one and make a difference even though our our reasons for doing it may be slightly different
5: well i think you know and i'm certainly not up with what's happening in the modern industry Um, um that was one thing that has surprised me in my research of how many different organisations there were who had tried to make a change. And you kind of got to, I've got to wonder at times, is that why some change wasn't achieved? Because everyone, there were so many different associations fighting for something slightly different. So it's good to hear that you're saying that you're more united now and you've got a hope of working together. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Well, the industry united can make, make some massive changes it's um you know the 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 industry is the lifeblood of the country so we, we should be heard and if we can stand together we will be heard it's it's that simple
5: yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. and and when you think about um or when i think about the fact that these men within they pulled up on the monday night or by the next by the Saturday, they had ministers from every state in one room sitting and talking. Mm. That's a pretty bloody big achievement. So, like mm. you're saying, you guys united together have an incredible amount of, oh, you know, hopefully you've got, you've got that same Co- Collective ability. bargaining. Cause definitely, that's that's what yeah. I'm looking for.
0: And in those days, our, our supermarkets and that were stocked differently. So... You could go for a week and you had your, your local markets, butcher shops, bakers, the whole lot that probably had a reasonable amount of stock to get through a certain period. We run now on just-in-time transport. So if those trucks stop rolling for two days, the country will stop. There'll be no fuel. There'll be nothing. So – yeah. You know, and we don't have to have a blockade for that to happen. You know, it would only take the industry to band together and sit at home for a few days. And I'll tell you what, some people would have to prick their ears up.
5: Yeah, and that's that's one of the um, one of the men after the blockade was asked, well, do you think you'd ever see it again? And they said no, and the laws are changed so that we can't have it again. But all we need to do is park our trucks at home. Mm. And that in itself yeah. will make a huge, huge statement. And, well, and, you know, the country's going to be in trouble. Yeah.
0: Well, you've seen what happens in a short period of time when um, people think they're not going to be able to wipe their bum, you know. <laughs> so, Panic. if that's yeah. if that's anything to gauge on how the country will react, um, yeah. Anyway, a very powerful movement, I believe, if if the industry can hold itself together in that thing. But anyway, back to the history. So, there was, you know, we've brought up here about um, Jack, who no one's ever been able to find, but. Lo and behold, yeah. Kath Gilbert. You've done it. Yeah.
5: Oh, I, I think the credit actually goes to Billy Shaw. No. Um, and I think I think the, I guess what I so Billy was at the Yes blockade and I had a number of conversations with Billy prior to Alice Springs. Um, and then I rang him up to clarify a few more things and Often, if you just sit and listen, even if you listen to the story that you've heard before, someone will add something that they didn't mention another time. And when I said to my, oh, you know, we still, you know, we haven't been able to track down, track down Jack Hibbert, he goes, "Oh, I, I reckon I've seen him on Facebook, good old Facebook." But <laughs> I'd been looking under the wrong spelling, which which I had taken from in my, in my own defence, um, taken from the official plaque on Razorback Mountain, right at the blockade. Um, and then when I spoke to Jack, he said even on uh, Ted Stevens is on the wall, on the Hall of Fame wall. Mm-hmm. And in that story, Jack Hibbert is spelled instead of H I B B U R T, he's spelled with oh. Um and then it's spelled as H I B B E R T in some places. So once and you know Billy, thankfully he knew what Jack's old truck looked like, and he recognised Jack. So. Once we got on to Jack, Jack's been terrific. He's had, We've had a couple of long chats. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm popping a story together for the February Truck and Life magazine on what Jack's been up to since um, Razorback. Wow. Yeah. And he stayed in the industry. And he's popped Very in cool. and out of the industry a few times. Um, but And he said if anyone pulls a um, road train up outside his place, he'd still just jump in it and go. He just He's yeah. still as passionate about the... <laughs> Yeah. And the passion was still there, you know, and he's still got theories on what should be how the industry should be improved and, and what needs doing. And that's just lovely to hear of a you yeah. know, I think I think he's nearly eighty or eighty two now. Oh um, really? there about. Yeah. But yeah. the passion is still there and he loved telling stories about the old days. So it's yeah, a real right. privilege. Well, yeah.
0: well, congratulations for finding him. And you know, I certainly am keen to, to listen to his stories, which I'm sure we'll be able to read here very shortly in Truck and Life. Um, yep. Yeah, but but hats off to you. That was great. So, what what other projects have you got on the go at the moment, Kath? Is this just the Razorback thing, or what, what pretty, else?
5: Pretty much at the um, pretty much at the moment, I'm trying to research the lead up to Razorback and the Razorback event. I think Ted Stevens' story is a is a great read, and understandably, it's his story of Razorback. And I guess what Mike and I would like to do is is have a more diverse story of Razorback and include other people's experiences of Razorback and even up to Razorback. You know, there was a major um, – Sleepy said one of the, the um, things that inspired Razorback was a, a meeting at um, the Liverpool Raceway. Well, there was 1,200 people at that meeting. Like, there's a lot of people out there who felt strongly and had – knowledge and opinions and ideas, you know. So when I researched this, the biggest, the most I can find are newspaper articles from the day. You know, there doesn't seem to be a... This story doesn't seem to have been recorded elsewhere. I was looking at the... um, There's a display at the old Parliament House on democracy in Australia and there are protests there, but Razorback's not listed. Now, sure, you know, I've, I've been in the education system for 30 years... And I didn't know about this major event in history until I was approached by the Hall of Fame to write the story. Um, so I just think it's a story that we need recorded. And um, my, my brother said at my dad's eulogy, when someone dies, a library closes. And a lot of these men are getting older. And if we don't record their stories now, they never will be recorded. Mm. So, you know, I'm keen to... Um, yeah, just hear other people's experiences and 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 find out more to to really make this a comprehensive story, yeah. I guess.
0: Well, it's I, I believe it's something anybody in the transport industry should have a listen to. Um, you, you will get something out of it. I and look, we we do sell the book on on um, both onroadradio.com.au and truckandlife.net.au, and but we don't make any money out of anything that is um. That we collect on that is given back to the authors of the book or the author's family. But it's something that everybody should listen to because there is some history there, and I'm I'm hoping we'll get another book out of this, Kath, one day.
5: That, that, that's the plan. Yep. So
0: yeah, you know, th- there could be a prelude to the book, and e- even maybe you know another series after it on on some individual stories or or what. Razorback means to some of us now that fight quite hard for for change. Um, it's still an inspiring story.
5: Uh, absolutely, and just you know, the the passion that these men had, and and the hardships that they went through, and the hardships that other people were going through, and that these men were willing to stand up and 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 you know do something about. You know, I think I think they can be a real role model for for any of us that you know. When, when you really believe something isn't right and isn't fair, and that's what they really didn't believe it was fair, mm. or you know, and and yeah. they risked it. All of them, all of the, well, you know, the three of them and the three that I've spoken to, and Ted in his book says they all they all said we thought we'd be heading to jail by the end of the night,
2: mm.
5: and and yeah. whilst there's a few things that they disagree on, all of them have said I didn't do it to get a pat on the back. And if the other drivers hadn't have stopped, we wouldn't have achieved anything. That mm. was three. They were the. They were the two consistent messages from all of yeah. the men.
3: Yeah, um, pretty powerful. And you know, pretty powerful that.
5: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it, that was really important to all of them. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, think, a great, it's, it's a great, it's a great Aussie tale. Being, well, the one thing that's not been recognised, I
1: think, when I've said it several times that the uh, Razorback blockade was the greatest insurrection since Eureka. And it was an insurrection, a true insurrection, with men standing against the government and creating a movement to overthrow a government uh, regulation or government uh, legislation. That it is the definition of uh, of uh, insurrection. The greatest act of insurrection since Eureka and like you said, you look at the halls of parliament where democracy has been represented, and that act has been left out for some reason. I don't understand that. It's just a piece of Australian history, not just drug history. Mm.
0: Well, that's right. But you know, Mike, maybe that's something with um, with Kath telling the story, and Bernardo gets yeah. more publicity on it. And you know, like the the. Um, the display that's out there at um, Alice Springs, at the Hall of Fame, you know, that sort of thing, if that can then now work its way back in into more of our history and, you know, maybe that's something we should be all pushing a little more to help that happen. But with more and more research into the befores and after the events, you know, that I think will help to maybe cement that story there some more.
1: Well, we're stage. That, uh, we've, we've reproduced that, uh, information that's on the wall out at Alice Springs now in the most recent, uh, edition of the Truck of Life magazine. We did that with permission from the Hall of Fame. So, that research that went into that, that writing, that's, that's all Kat's work. And, uh, you know, having those men named as as history makers, and, and receiving the award was something that you know, both Bob McMillan and I were were very passionate about. And we think it was just recognition for those men who sacrificed a lot to do what they did. And In fact, as Kat just said, they expected to be in jail by the end of the night. Mm. Um, and it's just a sad indictment on the politicians of the day uh, that some of them, uh, basically shook their hands, looked them in the face and lied to them. Mm-hmm. And
3: uh, that comes out in the story.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: You wouldn't read about it. A politician shook hands and said something else. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a show. What a show. What
5: a <laughs> show.
1: Back then, way back then, before Colour.
5: You wouldn't read about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, funny you say you wouldn't read about it. The one meeting that no um, news people were allowed into was the last one where the men swear there was a handshake and a deal done, and then it was back down the next day mm. because there was no newsman in the in the room. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's an interesting – like it is, it's a really interesting Aussie tale. Mm. Well, it's,
1: Now, this bloke remember, – remember that Ted was coached by a news bloke I can't bring his Scott name to mind, I'm sure you can. That's right,
5: Scott, Scott Chisholm. Chisholm. Now, tell, tell us, tell everyone what what your interaction with Scott was. Uh, well, I felt that to tell the story of Razorback, oh, yes. the, uh, the minute three days after I was given the assignment by, or three days after I was asked to write the story by the Transport Hall of Fame, I realised it was kind of controversial. There were different people with different opinions and, and whatever. So I felt to tell the story on it as what broadly as I could in a short amount of time. I wanted to have different people's perspectives. And reading Ted's story, he spoke very highly of Scott Chisholm and um, Scott coached him and how to speak with the media. So I just decided that if this young media man had been involved, maybe he'd have good records and notes. So I wanted to track him down. So I jumped onto LinkedIn and I found... Scott Chisholm, who has gone on to be a person who tell, uh, who coaches people how to speak to media. That's become his whole career. And he's actually um, being, he, he works with Google and Facebook and all sorts of big companies now. So I put out a message through LinkedIn and said what I was up to. And a few days later, a bit later actually, he got back to me. And he said, oh, yeah, I remember Razorback, but I didn't think anybody else, you know. I I thought it'd be sort of dead and buried. And I said, well, it kind of has, but we want to bring it back. We want people to know what's going on. Anyway, I said, I'd really like a story from your perspective. And I sent him off what I'd researched and I sent him off how I'd written stories from other people's perspectives, such as Sleepy and and Linda Goodfellow and um, I did Gloria Watling as well. Um, I sent those off to him. Anyway, I didn't hear anything back, and I said, oh, i tried one more time. I said, Scott, I really, I just need to know, are you in or you're out? I've got to work out how many frames to put on the wall. And he said, oh, Kath, I'm so sorry. It's my daughter's wedding, but I will have something to you within 48 hours. And he did. <laughs> and um, he was yeah, tickled pink. And I actually, yeah. he said, just give me a few notes, remind me about it. So I, I gave him the link. So hopefully he bought one of those books and listened to Ted's story. Um And, yeah, he contributed, and and he wrote the story about his... Very brief, but he wrote his experience on on Razorback. So one of the things I hope to chase up... Sorry, another person I'd really love to chase up is um, Jack, and I think it's Donahue, but I could be wrong. He was the policeman that Ted spoke very highly of. So that's an avenue that I'd like to explore, is, you know, one of the things that I... I, The other story that was quite consistent was people said, the animosity between the drivers and the truckies, kind of between the police, sorry, and the and the truckies, kind of changed a bit. You know, they were playing cricket together, and they they sort of saw the humanity in each other. So, I'd also like to hear from a couple of the policemen that were at the different blockades.
3: Yeah, that'd be So, yeah, side of that perspective. Uh, yes, yeah, so hopefully. Yeah, chuck chuck the uh, trucking stars out there and
0: bring the web closer and try do your best one row you know, mm-hmm. get in contact with us yeah well so so kath looking forward here you're obviously looking for people to contribute some more so obviously they can get in touch with us here or where where else what would be the best way for them to be in touch with you for some of this research
5: well, i think mike and i felt that if i could email you at your um at your your email address, and then um, Mike can pass it on to me, and I'll make contact. You know, if they can email it, uh, their name and their phone number, and and where they were, you know, whether it was they were at a different blockade, or or whether they were at a meeting prior to it, um, then I'll give them a call, and we'll we'll sort out a time to have a chat. That's probably the best way.
0: Yeah, that'd be well. That's that's the best thing we can do to help. So, for, for anybody listening, and we may put this up then on our socials as well about how people can contact us so we can put them in touch with you. But it is you know, truckandlife.net.au or onroadradio.com.au the and there is uh, links on that to to bring it into our emails if people have something
5: to tell you. That would be great. Oh. I'd appreciate that very much. Mm. Well, well. Right. Well, yeah. that,
1: that's that. So that's pretty much all we're doing as far as that research and that the book is going. Um, we're not we're not going to do anything else at the moment. You're, you're doing a, a couple of little bits and pieces in the magazine. You've written a couple of stories. Now you wrote a story about the AEC road train, and you've, you've written something about Bertha, I think, These rolling yep. history columns that you've been doing. So. Where, where are we going to go with that?
5: What, what's the? I mean, I know where I want to go with it. Where do you want to go with it, Gaz? Oh well, well, I don't know. I just, I just want to... Well, I'm happy to keep exploring old trucks and and writing a bit of history about them. Um, we've. I happen to live with a bloke that thinks old trucks are pretty bloody good. So every time we go on holidays, we seem to find a truck and <laughs> museum. Um, um, yeah. We don't get too far usually before we found another trucking museum, and we haven't. We don't. We haven't got time to stop. i except that a truck museum. We'll just just need half an hour. Yeah. So. Um,
3: <laughs> that sounds got to fair. Get out and see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh well,
5: yeah. we're all not now, we? <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm happy to keep writing a few more stories, Mike. And if you've got any further ideas, well, I'm happy to chat about that too. Uh, well,
1: no, yeah, we, we, we don't want to give too much away because we've got a couple of funny ones coming up, but. You know, there seems to be no end of of, uh, of stories that are out there about you know, people and personalities and the, some of the old trucks. I think you've got a piece coming up on Bertha, haven't you? And
5: yep, I've, yep we've got I'd one like, coming
1: up on I'd like to think you've got a piece in the background there on that Rotten Off as well.
5: I've got one on the Rotten Off as well, and I hope to one day have one on um Tutsa's truck when we were coming through oh, right Winton, on, I yeah. believe. When we were coming through yeah. Winton, I took a few snapshots of that one because that's um, when we were doing. We've we volunteered, I think, six times at the National Transport Road Transport Hall of Fame. So we've been there with Liz and and her crew back in 2015, and we've you know that was a great experience. And we've been there right through to 2023. So. Um, yeah, the, people. it's often one people will say, oh, but what about Toots's truck? And no, that's at Winton. So we stopped in and saw that one. So that's one that I'd like to do a piece on. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, I'll so have that, to do a bit more thinking. But
3: So, Kath, do you, do, you, do you like trucks, Kath, or have you just decided that
5: you like trucks? <laughs> I, I like travelling, and I thought right. that if I wanted to travel, I'd be smart. So we travelled to Alice Springs... And do you know there's trucking museums in Perth? There's trucking museums in near. Um, oh, oh, yeah, I'm pretty good at bloody finding a trucking place just so I can go travelling. So, right. well, so I have now. I have. I have. Sorry.
3: I think there's one in Bunbury. There's uh an old one down the Garden Up or Bunbury. There's one. There's one down there in, in south of Perth. A couple of hours south of Perth, I think.
5: Uh, I there, yeah,
3: there's,
5: I was going to say one slightly west of Perth, but I could I could have my directions wrong. And sometimes yeah. we shop it out for old car as well as trucks or a tractor museum even if we're struggling. Mm. So, um, <laughs> if so, yeah, so, <laughs> so, look, trucks, I knew nothing about trucks until probably 2015 really. Before that, I just nodded my head. Um, yeah. And I probably still do, just nod my head a lot lock, lock and pretend. But Bill loves an old truck, so we travelled from Victoria to Alice Springs in a 1972 D in, D Series Inter. That was memorable, but it won't be be happening again. Let me tell you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what
5: year did you just say? I think it was a 72 D Series Inter.
0: Right. Yeah. You're probably right there, but it won't happen again.
5: Yeah,
3: yep. very oh, yeah, glad you did it. Pick the boxes, happy to do it. Let's go something a little bit more comfortable. Yeah,
0: that's exactly a, a lot, right. A lot more yeah.
5: comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we had, we yeah, anyway.
0: Good yeah. one. Well, it's been great to talk to you tonight, Kath. Thanks for coming on. Um,
3: you're
2: welcome.
0: Yeah.
3: And but um, please, please get in contact with us. We've got some really good inroads going on and we would love to hear more sides of the story from more blockades and and just start piecing together Well, you said 1200 people took the time and effort to travel somewhere to stand there and show support so it'd be interesting to hear a lot of those stories and, and yeah from police and other parties involved other authorities you know who else is there it'd be really interesting to hear more more of it. So, if you know someone that knows someone that could know someone, We want to know someone?
5: <laughs> That'll be great. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. Thanks for having me on, Craig. Like,
0: uh, Hang on, Michael's got to make some noise there. What was that, Mike?
5: Oh, I
1: was going to say, I was going to say, like, oh my, Barry Grimson, brother Sleepy says there's a billion stories in the agency city, oh. and his is only one. Now he knows that, we know that he's ripped that off for of a TV show. But I, and and like Kat said, when, when one of of these guys passes away, that's the library of their information gone. So, our goal, my goal anyway, is to make sure that as much of this stuff is uh, recorded as possibly can be. And Kat's been doing a fantastic job. I can't tell you the, the, the quality of the work that she's presented for me to have a look at and, uh, I was going to write this myself, but Chad's doing a much better job of it than I would have, I think. So, um, I love your work, mate, and uh, hopefully we'll have a finished product before the next anniversary Razorback.
5: That's the plan, so hopefully, and, you know, people can get in touch with us. And the other thing is, if people have kept scrapbooks, you know, I'd love to see photos of people's scrapbooks. Yeah. So, yep, yep, that's it. But yeah. We're certainly aiming yeah. certainly aiming for April, if I can um, track down enough info. Mm.
0: All right, yeah, right. Yeah, All right, perfect. We might go to a song, and uh, Kath, if you just want to hold on the line there for just a minute, and no worries, uh, we'll have a quick chat off off uh, off the air. But we're going to go a bit of Brian Adams and Tina Turner. You'd know this song, wouldn't you, Yogi?
3: Oh, it's high rotation on my <laughs> playlist. I bet it is.
0: Anyway, it's only love. We'll we'll be right back, everybody. We're back, everybody. Mike's trying to trying to get out of this. I think.
3: Yeah, he well, we can. He can go. He can go and run around there with a the big radio. Oh. Well, it's just that it's just that uh, you know you've, you've been saying that my
1: microphone is not good. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. no, I, I don't want
1: to. I don't want
0: to interfere with the quality. Of the <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, we yeah. don't mind, Mike, if you no, want to we, drop off there, we, we, you know. No,
1: no, no, I'm, I'm happy to stay. I
0: mean, I've got plenty to say. I've always got plenty to say. Well, we we know that. <laughs> that's why we said it was all right if you'd want to drop
1: off. I got sacked <laughs> on Saturday
3: night. Hey? No, we shuffled on Saturday shuffled night. Shuffled, that's right. shuffle. it, it was a shuffle. It was a shuffle. It wasn't a sacking. It was a shuffling. Oh, I, was yeah. I,
1: was, uh, I was, well, let's put it this way. I went out. I'll tell you what I did, Yogi. Know, I didn't go you know, get more beers. I went and got myself a drink, and I, uh, I, I ate some broad chocolates. That's what I did.
3: Yeah, I know. How's your problem? I got your multiple drink and you multiple drinks, and Rose got your food. Yeah, I didn't let a drink. All <laughs> <Well>, out. <inaudible> so, Yogi,
1: are you going to be at Bathurst on Saturday or not? No, I'm with them. So,
3: for oh. all. Out there, and for everybody that's seen me up and down the highway, down the I am I westbound. I am at now, I am at Meriwah Meriwah Meriwah. Mm. am um, I'm um, How high are you? Uh, uh, don't take drugs, guys, but I'm 4.65 or something.
0: that I don't. Right, eh? you know, yeah, well, well, within the regulations.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was just a bit uh, where I loaded today was on a six road, so it was a bit of a bonus, but we, we needed to check the bridge, and um, yeah, we're good, so maybe you are trucking off.
1: Mm. Size so does matter. So,
3: so, yeah, so I've got to go home. I've got to go home. We, we, and it was always between Miss and Bathurst and Illawarra this weekend, and I, I yeah, it's been a, been a full-on couple of days. I, I've come over Well, the freight I've got on. Wasn't afraid I'd come over uh, with to go home with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's been a lot of change with the car. It's a little off in seven. So a lot of you've seen me belting up and down the coast road last night, living a dream of running the coast road. And I really like the coast road. I really like the coast road when there was a lot more coast in town. <laughs> I don't particularly like the concrete of the coast road now, but I actually like the coast road. I like it. I didn't like the sweat it out this morning. It's a you know, fairly muggy sort of loading at Belling- Bellingen. Bellingen? Bellingen. Bellingen is where uh, I loaded today. A little bit muggy the there system. today for you, was it? A little bit steamy, yeah. A little bit steamy to say. Mm. And uh turns out we were loading school zones, so 48,000 buses and kids were hanging around mm. as I'm trying to put an-, an Austin 7 up the top deck. But we got it done, and then I split back to a lovely little uh, fruit and veg store. What I love about cause it, because I've learned, what I've learned on the East Ocean, when you want to try and lose weight and, and be good about it, you've got terrible food. <laughs> you've got terrible food options. You've got nothing. If you don't, if you don't particularly want Hungry Jacks, you're going to have Hungry jacks.
0: yeah so, you, if you laid it it's at Bellingen, good. then you would have, on your way back, you'd probably have a little fruit shop, you would have pulled up just on your left hand side there on a bit of a dirt pad. Yep. Going across to the fruit shop slash bakery slash servo slash everything else.
3: Yep. Got a, got a coffee, got a pineapple, got a mango, got some blueberries, got a small overpaint for the calorie counter. The fox out there paid me out. I've got a small Norco iced coffee. <laughs> the... Cannot go north without getting a Norco. That's the milk we drink up here, <laughs> yeah. Norco. I oh, know. No. I did get a litre of Norco milk, and oh. I will be having that on my weekly tomorrow. Yeah. But, yeah, so i stocked up a little bit there. I'll be smashing the pineapple tomorrow. Not sweet pineapple. So, you know, like you buy, a, you buy a coffee and you buy this and something else, and then you buy a pineapple and a mango and blueberries and a coffee about sake. <laughs> well, yeah good, yeah, good day. I enjoyed that. I, and I do miss that. I, I, I miss North Queensland and, and running Queensland, and, and not that I was in Queensland. But I do miss the pineapple and the fruit beans and the, and the side of the road and throwing a couple of bucks in there for mm. for a pineapple. I, I like it. I
0: like so you didn't come up far enough to get some big bananas? No, I didn't actually
3: see any bananas. I, I, bought, I bought a banana when I filled up today at the shelf. Mm-hmm. I've got a banana. they always got bananas at the shelves. Yeah. Shelves that i up at today. Uh, I don't know. Hexham. One of them
0: Oh, damn that
3: far. Yeah. I don't know. That's what it was. Mm. And, I, and I feel like I'm getting my veggies right up, but I did buy a small of well, so sure. a, a packet of chips as well. don't small Yeah. yeah. A, little, a little packet of French fries. They go all
0: right. I need a bit of salt. Right. Only a little bit of salt. And a little bit of salt. It was small packet, and I was happy with the small packet. Right. I, I don't know if Mike just. I think we lost him. Fell out quiet. There yeah,
3: I, I'm surprised there. when he drives how much it hangs on. His phone range has been woeful. We really, 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 as a, as a collective, not pay your Telstra bill. There needs to be a blockade on Telstra.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's been. It's, difficult. It's you, must, you must have some cars going past there too, have you?
3: Yeah, I'm unfortunately halfway down that hill yeah. So, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm uh, actually surprised with him travelling in a road. It did hold on that long, but
3: yeah, correct. But much yeah. uh, quieter at our end, so I'm hoping to listen to. You. We're
0: happy with, the, you know, with a bit of the noise. It is a bit hard. Um, poor Mike lost his, or um, well, broke his headset today. So it's a bit hard trying to drive and not, not have a headset so you're on hands-free. and yep. Yeah, it's, yep. it's actually difficult to to sort of make that happen. But, yeah. But anyway, it was um, good to have him on here. I don't know if he's going to try to reach <laughs> <about him>, back <but, laughs> anyway. So No,
3: no. No, no, the fox. East coast does not rule. Only the best run west, and the west coast is where you need to be. Is
0: that and that in your heading home?
3: Oh, so I'm heading home. So yeah, so we're going westbound. So I was always there, what I was going kind to of alluding to there before. With Bathurst and Illawarra this weekend, I was in the vicinity. We ended up loading something that wasn't where I thought I'd be loading this Exiles card. I'm actually brought that forward a couple of weeks. Mm. i post it to do another couple of uh, laps in you know maybe start early mid December and I was gonna grab this silage cup for the other freight that I had. Lost freight, gain freight, had freight, move freight, no freight, you know. Yeah. It's not all beer and skills is what I'm trying to get out with this in in, you know, with my owner of owner of freight, uh, independent world. You start out with a plan and um yeah, so I, I felt I went a long way empty to get a bit of freight to to go west. So so the idea so we've got a bit going on next week. I've got probably four days sitting at home ready, banked up now. So so, yeah, unfortunately, I'll be sailing into the sun or away from the sun or into the sun and out of the sun. Tomorrow, we'll be westbound from uh, Marowar heading towards, yeah, heading towards FA. Mm.
0: So, you've still got a few good days in front of you, mate, to get home? And...
3: Yeah, I'd say I've probably got four. I should be home. Might it might end up in Perth. I reckon this, the foliage card will get quarantined, so I reckon I'll end up in Perth and, uh, Probably Monday, but I'll, yeah, kick the car off in Cal and, um, couple of going to, going to, going to home. And, yeah, I know this thing Because I'm in Perth and I've probably got a couple of other jobs to do while I'm up there. And, yeah, all of a sudden we're, yeah, not home for another couple of days.
0: So obviously coming off, off farm with an item, you, you go through the quarantine and they may ha- hold it up there while they clean it. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, that's correct. So all, all second hand items. Get presented to an inspection, uh, and then they get subject to cleaning. So you must you, you clean all the machines, and then they they've got to go somewhere to be inspected, and then the inspector
0: says yes or no. Yeah, right, eh? Whether but they this, get cleaned um, or not. So no matter how you clean it before you you go, there's a fair chance you may have to be may have to unload it, and they clean it anyway, or.
3: Well, people say that there is a certificate you can get in the east or the west. Mm. I I don't think so, and if someone has, I would actually love it if you got in contact with the Northern Road Radio (laughs) show, unless I could find it because it's a bit of a catch twenty two. So, no matter how much I mean, I'm cleaning this machine as I'm putting it on and. You can still see a bit of organic matter around the hydraulic lines, and the, you know the around the the, the, yeah, the hydraulic lines carry dirt. So mm. no matter what what you do, they're always going to carry dirt in some way, shape, or form. But, so so uh, going whereas going the other way in certain states, they need a plant helps to dig it. Mm. So from west to east, which is terrible. That that makes no sense because. We haven't got all... So they tell me there's 1,200 passengers in West, in South Australia and there's only 600 passengers in Western Australia. Right. So we've got half. So it's, it's a worthy thing, quarantine. Quarantine matters. Mm. Um, but I don't believe that, you know, you need to be quarantined to come back into South Australia and, and Victoria. That's a complete other waste of time. Because
0: we've got, we've they've got everything.
3: To anyway. they've got, yeah, they've got all we've got. They've got everything we've got. So yeah. So why... And then what happens, you know, when someone buys a header or a tractor or something in the Because we have a lot of big gear and there's a lot of older gear and, you know, some smaller sort of mixed farming. Farmers like, like the older five-year-old machines, 10-year-old machines, and they, and they come over to small, small farms. But when they got to be inspected, you, you find a, an apprentice who puts a fire into a tractor and, and then all of a sudden, you know, the, the electric can't work and, and nothing's yeah. right for yeah. You know, and, and so, water, so it really, it really kills our second-hand market in Western Australia. The the complexity of bringing a header, a tractor, or an air feeder bar across into the eastern states, and that really needs to be looked at.
0: Mm. It is, um, it is an issue with the with the electronics and that, and the amount of electronics through some of this equipment these days. You know, if you're in there with a pressure washer, there's a fair chance you're going to break some seals there and cause a bit of problem yeah. to yeah. some electrics yeah. along the way, whether it's, you know, it could be just a simple plug that a bit of water gets into and, yeah, it's, yeah.
3: It's And it easy. only happens when, every second Thursday when it's over above 23 degrees, but yeah. you know, and, and, and they're the worst kind of problems ever when you've got machinery mm. as we well know, because it'll be that day you want to have a go and all of a sudden you can't, cause it won't start, won't stop, won't record, won't GPS, won't work and,
2: yeah. you know,
3: and, and silly, silly things, all that, so yeah, so I'd like I'd like that to be looked at, but um, mm. yeah, we we run our own
0: laws in the West sometimes and unfortunately, that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. I must I must say, mate, I was um, sitting on the lands last night, and I turned the TV on to to a certain channel, there, and I saw this um, young attractive man <laughs> driving a purple truck. <laughs> An uh, old series of outback truckers. Uh, and here, here was the uh, man, fueling up, going back yeah. into to check his uh, motor. He got rebuilt somewhere. He was
3: Yeah, yeah. That would have been many, many moons ago. I ended up in Wangaratta with another good mate of mine, Troy, there. And, um, yeah, What uh, I did see a picture of that. Somebody did send me a picture or a little video so as such. So, a yeah. f-
0: few seasons ago, a few memories there. Yeah, well I, I reckon that's probably
3: season four, maybe. Right, eh? Season three. So that would be uh six, seven years ago, I guess.
0: Right, eh. I noticed just you didn't have the Pearlcraft gear knob.
3: Did I have the wheel? I don't think so. No, so there you go. So it's a pretty old machine. It's been a while ago. So, yeah. Just, yeah. just a
0: bit of a bug there for Pearlcraft.
3: Yeah, we're now, now we're fully decked out with Pearlcraft and so should everybody.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's not, interesting to go back and up. Yeah. yeah. PJ
3: looked pretty
0: pretty good there too. I think she probably went back then. She
3: pretty sad at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it was sort of funny. And it's looking a bit sad. Yeah. So it
0: would have been uh, your old trailer still at that point?
3: Uh yeah, it would have been, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because we haven't filmed with the new trailer. I don't know. We only got the new trailer, the new Drake in twenty twenty. Right. So okay. I, we haven't filmed. So yes, so yeah, so yes, it would have been with the old trailer. Mm. Um which has been on T V quite and many, many times. Mm. With many, many issues.
0: Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that was um, <laughs> Yeah, after a, a bit of time away and getting back, I think that was the first time I sort of got my feet back on the ground and um, said to Colin I'm just going to go and sit in and flick the TV on and here's the bloke yeah. that I've spent the last five days with anyway. Uh, yeah,
3: that's <laughs> right. Makes me feel Yeah. But anyway. So, yeah, we were like it. I think today was a bit of a... An indicator as I'm belting down the coach road, there was quite a lot of chat on 29. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> about, uh, about the TV and you're a long way from home. And yes, cool. I am. And uh, yes, I'm getting close up by the mm. day. So they're
0: all calling yeah. up the big bear? Yeah, yeah.
3: And then the phone ring And then for anyone, I apologise for anyone that called up. <laughs> as per usual. Oh, it does happen, though, things. doesn't it? Sometimes. Oh,
0: See? it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So, you your your view of the coast roads is a bit different to what it was years ago. You you enjoy you oh, enjoyed the old Bondi Road. Oh, I, miss
3: it, oh, I miss it. Oh, I miss it. Oh, I miss it. I miss it. and I like going through Coff Harbour. And I guess that when they bypass Cock Harbour, it becomes boring.
0: Mm. It, it is going to remove a bit. Not not that for heavy vehicles, there's much to to stop at in Coffs Harbour anymore. Um, no. But, you know, it does get us to the point where we've just got these great big service centres and and I wish they would just do a little bit more for some old home-style cooking or something in there. Oh, you know, some yeah. people and I, I'll ask all of them, can you please clean the toilets a little more often? Yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah, doesn't take yeah. that much, but Anyway. But it is yeah. um it's a it's a different different environment now, you know, dual Lanes concrete, um, no bloody phone service. It's yep. it um it, it's very different. I I think years ago when they had the proposal that the main freight route from Sydney to Brisbane should have gone inland and maybe have carved that through the hills may have made a difference now that the coast road would be purely a a um, Tourist route and watch watch the text messages come in now. But um, <laughs> all
3: that money on the coast road, and then she's got to be a tourist route, it's probably not going to happen.
0: Mm. But you know, it was you know that quaint little drive, I suppose, that it's just not anymore. You know, the, the little towns that that thrived off um, of the traffic, but whether they're doing all right now with. Um, the trucks been bypassed off that and, you know, they were places like Mooball and things like that where you had great little truck stops and things like that. So
3: But anyway. I, can't, I can't remember the name um Oh, it's not it started with might have been uh might have been started with C or K. What was there? And it was a cracking little road out there. And you could never you could never get a park there and it was and it was just on the edge of town. And it was great, and it was the best feed you could ever have. Oh, and I know! Look, I remember the first one at Grafton was awesome. And if you, you could get a park and sit outside, I always thought it was quaint that you could sit outside at Grafton and eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the BP
0: yeah. there at Grafton, you know, it was it was always not a bad feed there. I think our friend Dave Hill had a lot to do with that one. And but even um, the Caltechs in town, they had a great feed for a long, long time, and.
3: Well that's sport. one I, I remember Back then Because we used to Come out of Casino or, And and end up there and, and if you If you're good enough You could swing 18 metre poles Around and back in and, and get a feed If you weren't You were just Sort of thinking Oh well I've got to keep Going south And see what happens Yeah Yeah
0: <laughs> But no there's, there's, I suppose there's A lot of those Little uh, Community ones That just They're just Not there anymore Which, which is a shame um, Yeah and you know, it'd be great if they could just do something a little bit better at these service centres. Um, you know, like some of the cooler bars, I suppose they're not too bad. Um, have a little bit more variation in, in what what you might have. But yeah, i i
3: got a I got a feed there, I had a quick share and a feed there. At Beresfield and got a bit of roast pork and some veggies and a, and a little bit of rice. You know, for dinner at least, it was uh, it was a good option, as much as it can be.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, no, yeah, but no, nah, jeez, so like, I mean, there's a lot of those green beans popping up, but you sort of gotta. Ovens. <laughs> all <laughs> all of I, I, I feel I feel like uh, I feel like I'm back home in the west, and you're paying the prices you pay for something oh, for no. the green beans. So, yeah.
0: So there's, there's still little ones like Moorlands that um, you can get sliding off the highway there and um yep. pull up there uh i'm not sure one you're thinking of it was at klongalook or somewhere around
3: that uh, it might have been klongalook yeah mm.
0: yeah yeah but it, yeah, yeah it's a shame that we've lost a lot of those little little road houses but anyway so so heading um east East to west. I've just got a text here from Bob Jones at Colongalook. that would Colonga be what you're thinking about, I imagine.
3: Yeah, right, ain't only okay. I mean, Bob. I knew, I knew. I thought it was. I was, I was, I was, I was thinking Buller Dealer, but it's not Buller Dealer because that would start with a B. And I was thinking of something else, and it wasn't up, because that was always cooked the Chalk. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and then but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there was, was a good shell one.
0: There, so. shell of bull dealer wasn't there. Yep. In the yep. So like we we we. Ago.
3: We we did all the concrete poles for sort the of Kenzie Clyde Barker. And Clyde Barker was good as a jump in the swimming pool. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. know? And that, and that was a cool thing. Like, for a roadhouse to have a swimming pool, you're like, Mario. Oh, yeah. And for a southerner, like, you got to understand, you Northerners. Like, for a southerner, like, this is pretty cool. You know, yeah. like, there's a palm tree in a pool. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> How cool is this? Yeah,
0: good. You uh, know
3: yeah. And I was in my early 20s when I was running up there, early to mid-20s. I mean, this is fantastic. Like, what a time to be alive, you know? Yeah. Okay. I-, I hated every minute of going over that bridge at, um... Oh, I went through last night. Stopped
0: there. <laughs> you stopped there? Oh, you came...
3: Yeah. Or... Oh, I stopped at
0: Kempsey last night. What's the next? Oh, get there? Maxwell Bridge.
3: Maxwell. I hated every minute of going over Maxwell oh. Bridge. Well, I don't know how how that was even invented as a bridge, and let alone I don't know how thousands upon thousands of trucks got through there unscathed.
0: Mm, they yeah. didn't.
3: <laughs> wow, well, well, I know. Well, on an average, if there was probably a hundred thousand trucks, there might have been a couple of accidents. But
0: I reckon there'd be bits of mirrors in the in the Yarn River there.
3: Yeah, if I like do a bit of magnet fishing, you might find a lot more down there now. I so.
0: But there was plenty of those narrow bridges there. There was a few that were probably worse than, um, than that yeah. one. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. what um, yeah. a lot of those other ones, though, you, people would call them and, and back off and, you know. Yeah.
3: Um, what was the rule? Anyone know? Anyone uh, on tip? Well, North I mean, or whoever, southbound out right away. Whoever called what was first. Whoever yeah. called. I mean, yeah, that's right. Five, five southbound cook the truck. You know you're going to back off. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but all right, you know, well, and people would call it still, and um, you know, then you then you get the the new age driver in there that someone would call, you know, northbound, and then they'd say, oh, what do you need to call it for? You just cross it; you can fit two trucks on there. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You, you can, but yeah, yeah, the correct. other trucks can't. Look, like, and he's. Just yeah. hanging into your lane. I've had a mirror clipped on um on that particular bridge there. On up, Yeah.
3: So yeah. it's makes... just it's road etiquette. It's polite. Oh. well you know if there's four in a row, back mm. off. Let it happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Keep the train rolling. Yeah. It's all good in the hood.
0: And, and you know, it's like yourself and you, you find a bridge like that and you're um you are actually two point eight. Well, when you're yeah. when you're on a bridge that um Yeah, you need. You've only got two point five. It's make the three hundred mils a fair bit of room on that bridge.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Everyone, everyone loves the idea of a little bit more than what they've got because size does matter. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, you know, you you said that you know that these new age drivers and stuff like that. Well, and I'll go. I'll go into bats for new age drivers, but also maybe strutting them up. But uh, foreign drivers, you know, like you guys run the coast road nightly. You understand. Whereas I'm from WR I run the coast road twice a year now. Mm. I don't understand. And even on the new, like, Tap Hill, you know, like, running up there, like, you, you just don't know mm. until you're on it, until you're belting down there, until you're going, uh-oh, which has mm. all been sorted now, obviously, you know. But And I, and I, hear, I hear a lot of drivers, too, and I, and I don't know where I was the other day. I was in Victoria somewhere, and someone called, you know, Alphabet Road Train out of, out of Smith Road, <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> I actually don't know where Smith Road is. Like at all. But mm. <laughs> but you sound really close, so I've got to keep an eye out on the two way. And then it come up but I was it was coming up to the road as I was going past. So right a right all right. So so you know, if you're looking at me and I didn't answer, it's not because I don't want to answer, it's because I actually probably don't know what you're saying. You
0: just don't know what you're talking so, about,
3: yeah. Yeah, you just don't know what you're talking about, yeah. you know, like yeah, so so we've got to be a little bit more tolerant with that as you know, like no one, none of you, you know, eastern staters would call it, you know, let found out of You know, like it is what it is. Mm. No, not that anyone does anyway. Anyone should, you should actually stop and look because it's the start of the 90 stop, but, look. Yeah.
0: But some of these uh, points, though, where it's probably essential that you call up, um, there's nothing there. People don't know. I've noticed up north Queensland, there's a few roads up there. I think up around Mount Garnet there. Um, Reba places like that, they actually do yeah. have signs there that, you know call point four or something. You know, um, oh, so yeah,
3: you got right,
0: North Bay heading towards the bridge, it's, it's got a sign up there that says call northbound, um, calls yeah, out yeah. Bend. so that's a great idea. Doesn't take much to put a sign up,
3: yeah. And you know, and 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 we had this discussion on Saturday night, mm. off air, on air, not too sure. peak the two way up and speak clearly.
0: I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you're saying you couldn't understand it?
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll
0: i think, I think we were talking oh. about advertisements for GME or something, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, that's Is right. Like, I pick I the, say, pick the bloody mic really up. Yeah, pick the bloody mic up. Mm. Please, you know. And, and just take some time and speak clearly. Yeah, you know, yeah,
0: speak
3: clearly. And if someone <laughs> someone
0: does happen to say, you know, oh, I didn't quite catch what you said there, buddy. Maybe you could just repeat it without all the profanities.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they might they might be preoccupied. Mm, they, they might, might have, have only heard
0: on. half the conversation. Or... Yeah, and you're like me. You're going, oh, what what he said, to me
3: Road? Where? Or mm. well, uh, can you repeat that? Now, I told you. Well, well, I know you told me, but I don't know where it's my throat is. Mm. So I'm asking you to repeat it. Yeah. You know? So just, just, just look after each other. Yeah. Let's be cool and look after each other.
0: Be socially responsible.
3: Socially responsible.
0: Correct. <laughs> <Out there. laughs> oh. well, oh. We are all out there trying to share the road. So it's it's everyone's responsibility it's not you know no one owns the road Um,
3: everyone behind the wheel is uh trying to share the road
0: that's it and and remember one thing you know you don't know what you don't know so there's people out there that may be new to what they're doing and whether they're driving a car or a caravan or a little motorhome or even god forbid an alphabet road train up there with no experience um be kind well, of polite, like help help your fellow road user out, you know. Mm, um, mm. We, we do get in the space. We talk to, to caravanning communities and things like that about how, how to share the road. So talk. we all need talk to be active in that
3: space. Uh, talk about Alphabet Road Trains. I pulled up at Pheasant's Nest the other day, the new service centre. So again, mm. multiple...
0: Big poll there.
3: Yeah, multiple foods. It's not the food; but it's always fast food, it's mm. trendy fast food, which is again. But anyway, it is what it is. But there was parking phase for thirty-six meter trains, or what do they call them? Or what oh. thirty like, meter. There, it's actually labelled.
0: It 30, um, 30, what, 30 what, meter a double or thirty-six?
3: Yeah, or 36 something 36 like that. Thirty meter, thirty meter phase or something yeah. like that. It's actually labelled. Well, they're running
0: 30-metre yeah. B-doubles up there too you now. They're running them up the new one. Yeah, uh, I see those
3: um, bendy sort of spread-try, bendy-bit-looking things, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we do have come to a point where we do need some more efficiencies. Obviously, drivers aren't falling out of the sky anymore. Yeah, no. Um, so we do need to, to change things in a way to make them more efficient, and, and we know, you know, we always have have the um, the corresponding argument about driver's compensation for it but I hope we can all be fair about that and and make sure that that does happen and yeah. but th- there is a need to be more efficient and if our roads are getting bigger and wider and and all that the only thing I ever hope that you know we take responsibility for these bigger combinations cannot go into our in into our city streets, like you need to break them up, and that needs to be yeah um, uh, compensated for in, in your freight rates. and That that you can run them to a depot and then run them out one by one or something. But you know, in reality, well, yeah. that's it's yeah. better to have a road train run up and down the Hume Highway between Sydney and Melbourne than what it is for a a, a trailer with ten or ten pallets on it.
3: Yeah, I remember having this discussion years ago about road trains. I mean, five years minimum experience, limit them to 90 k's an hour, run full road trains, don't muck around with short dollies. Short dollies get everybody bent out of shape. Your bent short dollies are painful. Don't reinvent the wheel because you think you can. Mm. The West knows what's happening. The West will do it right. We understand we've got three metre dollars, we've got three and a half, we've got four metre dollies out there, you know, like, don't muck around with the process. Keep it at that. Simply stick at art. Let them be there. But make sure that five years minimum. Mm. We'll, we'll sort the buyers from the lies. You know, keep it at 90k's an hour, too. And sort the buyers from the lies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then run them up Mount Eumile and down the have no dramas at all. Well,
0: there's certainly a, a level of experience that's needed to operate these vehicles. And it was actually only a conversation I was having on. Um, on monday driving up the highway on my hands-free headset i must add with, uh-huh. with nhvr about some a few certain things and we, we got to talk about the hoops that we must all jump through on you know applying for pbs vehicles or afm or you know some of this accreditation um yeah. but i've been through many applications for vehicle approvals and and route approvals and you know all this sort of stuff and and there's nothing in that that talks about the experience of the driver. Um, so it's it's, yeah. it's it's a shame that you can, you know, put an application in and get get a vehicle approved, yet there's nothing in that approval that talks about the experience of the person that's operating the machine. Um, all
3: all the all the comfort of said driver. That's true. All, It's all about freight productivity and freight destinations mm. and freight this and freight that. What about driver productivity and drivers? What, why shouldn't some of these recommendations be based around driver productivity, driver commit, driver comfort level? Well, driver, driver, driver I'd before
0: say, freight. I'd say driver competency would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. But, well, drive, yeah, driver competency. Yeah. You know, like, are you competent?
3: Are you competent in a day cab doing a changeover? <laughs> well. I don't know. W- would you like a bunk? Well, I- well, I think so.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean that that argument, um, you know, is will always be there because you've got companies that have to perform to to return to their shareholders. And I know that that in, in my view, I'm just saying that because that's how it is. But yeah, in my yeah. view, it's something that shouldn't be. Um, that if it costs a bit less to not have to put a, a bunk on a truck in my view should not happen it shouldn't be a part of if you're driving from melbourne to tarcutta that's got right. to have a bunk on it that's just that it just should be you know and, right. that, and that's where we need to look at regulation and and what's enforceable um you you can um you can ping a driver for not having a 15 minute rest period or whatever but He's driving a truck that you have the inability to have have a yeah. a place yeah. to manage your fatigue. So because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, it, it's you all,
3: drive, you sit, you eat, you sleep, yeah. you, you 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 rest in the same place. Yeah.
0: So that's all that's like, a bit skewed, and and you know, no one will ever get an argument out of me that that's not how it should be. Yes, if you're leaving Melbourne to go that far, it should have something in it for you to have a lay down and. If that means you're not going to meet your um, your changeover driver at the same time, that's to, in in my view better than dying or killing a few people in yeah, the process. I- so, you know, yes, they should have bunks. I don't don't disagree with that. I know it drives it, and it's profitability, and yeah. that's what we need to change. So, you know, if. If maybe that you've got a few extra pallets on there somewhere because you're in an alphabet road train, but you've got a sleeper cab, maybe that's a good thing.
3: Yeah, but you're running six dollies or no short dollies and, and tucked in under, and I just don't. know. Why are you? Why are you trying to change something? Your roads are terrible on the east coast mm. because you're what? running bags, you're running road-friendly suspension, you, you, you're not running spring dollies. Mm. Why, well, heaven forbid, if somebody brought a spring triaxle dolly into the east, you'd be crucified.
0: Oh, well, the thing is, you know, as, as operators, we've all run airbags and springs and things like that. And, you know, um, I, I'm not quite sure where they come up with a concept that airbags are road-friendly. Um, they have a much worse percussion problem on, on bridges and that than what springs ever have. But... yeah. It's just what's got through, and you know I'm not an engineer, but there's a lot of people that aren't either. But they've seen the effect it has on operating the equipment, like airbags. I've seen, the, you know, the worst of the worst and tire wear because of airbags. You know, just that's just how it is. That's what happens, and all, all the engineers will like, try to try to make, make sure that you look like the goosey, but. You know, when you're the one paying the tyre bill, you're
3: the one that knows. Yeah, and we're the one that we like. It's it's interesting to see, uh, you know, a complete brand new C train setup, so an so an A triaxle and a B double set in the West, full springs front to back.
2: Mm.
3: You know, it's interesting to see that is a brand new setup. like that comes out of the trailer manufacturer, and that's what it is. Mm. So, and it and it's also interesting that because certain vehicles are spring trailers, they cannot road train into Victoria. <laughs> yep. They can drive all over Australia, like every state and capital, no dramas except Victoria. Victoria. That that makes absolutely no sense.
0: Mm. Must be the because, way they build the roads eh? there. that can't handle it.
3: Well, yeah, well, yeah. Clearly, maybe you, maybe you Victorians need more springs there to actually level some of their crap roads out. Ah,
0: oh, yeah. Look, it's one of those things, you know, spring suspension with a shock absorber is just as road-friendly as airbags, but for some reason, this is where the, I don't know, the, the bureaucrats, the industry, it's somewhere it's taken us, but probably good for um, manufacturers' airbags, that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't see the difference, and you know, yet to see any real evidence that um, airbags, you know, generally on a, and you got to look at the whole picture that that they've been better for the industry. Uh, so
3: airbags for me, and I'll go against, you know, go against what I just said ten minutes ago. But airbags on a on a machinery cart and trailer are perfect, much better than spring. Mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't have a spring widener. Trailer, the machinery you use to protect your freight, yeah, to protect the freight. Yeah, you just break chain. But if I was running road chains and I was running uh, probably carton grain tippers, I would definitely have chassis springs, Mm. chassis tippers, and springs. So I can't see any reason why you would want to have anything
2: else.
3: Mm. I, I I want that back trailer to not be more dance moves than me at Flamingos on Saturday night. Like, I wanted to be standing up straight, well, like you, you were when we walked out of the
0: place. Well, I was, walk- I was walking pretty straight. I know. We did, there was a com- comrade there who didn't seem to walk out there real straight. I don't know what happened to him, but he...
3: No, yeah, don't know, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was a, come, come a bit unstuck. Got slippery. It was raining pretty hard there. Mm. Uh, and how cool was it that I got hijacked to the 40th and... Uh, had a little chat to the 40th person.
0: well that was pretty that was a bit different and <laughs> eh? like, we'd sort of packed up the radio and we're walking out it was I think it was rainy and um, yeah like the rest of our crew were a little bit tired and wanting to go home and you know I thought I was 32 again and yep. thought, oh God catch up with Yogi where is he? <laughs> and the, oh somebody said oh I know where he is so off we went up the back stairs into you the function jack. room at the club and I didn't even <laughs> realise I was walking into the same thing a 40th birthday party that <laughs> certainly wasn't invited
3: to but anyway uh, then we spoke to a couple of industry legends yeah. by transport up there and a uh, few other bits and pieces and Macs Happy 40th, Mac. If it comes back to you, <laughs> it's great. <Yeah. laughs> I, and just, I've just, I've received a, i have just i have received I feel like Micah. I've received a text message oh, here. Not a text message. Six ride is also classified as road friendly. So there you go. Mm. Except on a trailer. <laughs> you can't have springs on a trailer and run in Victoria. A complete. Oh. I won't repeat the rest of it. Well, the- but because they are
0: boot cake mm, fruit cakes yeah well the ruling is road friendly and there are some spring suspensions with shock absorbers that are actually road friendly yeah well there you go yeah, yeah. Um, so but anyway more complicated
3: issues for more complicated things so yeah so westbound home harvest is upon us we've got a little bit going on it was what i planned that you know, I could get a quite a couple of weeks, flip over to the Golden convoy for kids, and then uh, get home and redo it. For so a couple of headers to move next week, got a sprayer to move next week. Got a couple of silos to get out because some harvests are going well and they can't get. They haven't got a market for that fed grain, so they need silos delivered. So there, yeah, we've got to bit on there next week. So, busy,
0: yeah. busy man, yeah.
3: So oh, I'll be steady. I always want to be steady. I don't particularly think I need to be too busy
0: anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Mike is like off you know. to Bathurst. Yeah, so, so uh, Truck and Life will be, be at Bathurst. He'll still up there. He'll be there on this Well, I don't know about next Saturday. He'll be there on the Saturday. He might be on route going home on Saturday evening, but we'll certainly yeah. be live on Saturday. Uh,
3: I should be somewhere with phone range on Saturday
0: night. Yep. So Truck and Life... We'll have uh Michael be there with Truck and Life merch if anyone's at at the show at Bathurst.
3: And I got can I can I say it's a pretty, pretty cool sort of moment when I walk into Nambu. So I stayed at Nambaka C P for anyone uh no, where I, I went to actually, I was standing up in Nambaka. Walked in this morning, have a bit of a wash under the tank there, I, I thought in the toilet there and look up and truck and life is back. Um. <laughs> so thank you very much, uh yeah. Uh, it's a good feeling, things, isn't it, Yagi it, like, Yeah, it, you know, it is pretty the, cool. I just have a little right smile on my face as I'm walking out the, out of the toilet. Going, yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, so
0: anyway,
3: I, I, you know, little things in moments, little things in business. But,
0: yeah. Oh, look, it's um, it's it's been probably a great achievement of ours. It's probably something that uh, if you'd asked us 12 months ago, would we have brought back trucking life? We would have gone. Oh, what what? What are you talking about?
3: Oh, it's been swinging in more thoughts for a very, very long time. <laughs> <laughs> righto, righto. So we're running up to the top of the hour. Thank you very much for uh, everybody that listened. Thank you very much for Cass. She spoke really well. Yeah. yeah. Great. great. So, she's super sleuth, isn't she? How oh. good is she with her detective abilities? So yeah. maybe if someone's owing me money, I might get Cass to give yeah, them money. Yeah, get ring. on to so, that.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she will find but there's some exciting stuff there, you know, and it's it's great that she's been able to catch up with Jack and and find another yeah. perspective on the story, and and she's keen to find out about some of these meetings yeah. that went on before and and yeah, what went that on after.
3: Would be and, good
0: to know. Yeah, so you know, there's plenty of people that that had some involvement in that. Like if you've read the book, um, you know, there's people like John Laws and that. That I don't know they've still got something to say about it or or where we're at, but. You know, some politicians at the time, probably most of them are, have passed, but, you know, interesting story. And like I said earlier, um, inspirational in showing us how we can band together to create some change, you know. Okay. Yep. So some people say it's pie in the sky type things, but, you know, Nothing changes if nothing changes, and that's that's exactly how it is. So,
3: speaking of changes on the radio, where is Make No Mistake? Well, how did ma- the ratings go through the roof there on Saturday? Well,
0: evening? They, they were pretty good, and there was a lot of downloads on the on the show the next day. So, you know, Colin uh, was um, uh, certainly um, in her prime there on on Saturday night. Correct
3: eh, right. <laughs> right, good people right Yeah
0: on. But good show I think there's this I think there's something that's What a
3: outrageous. great What a great place To broadcast from Wasn't it fantastic, eh? Oh, how good was the roll The bowls mm. Oh, the atmosphere The bar The, the food the, Everybody The ambiance the,
0: amb- the ambiance, yeah So <laughs> The Vaxiast is back already Yogi for next year, so oh must, sweet, must, oh cool.
3: right, hey, job right, long. right. I right, put her in yeah,
0: the door. we we actually called in to uh, divers out there. Andy's work at, yep. um, on the way home, and they were out there counting up the cash for what um, what money had been raised for the weekend. And <laughs> we had <laughs> a little little uh, driver in his yard there, a bit of uh, a bit for old time's sake for me. We used to go in, there in the middle of the night and adjust our loads and things, but. Um, Andy showed us his little museum they've got
3: there as well. I mean, he'd have a few, few machines that are pretty
0: cool. Mm, some great stories. Is here, that, but... is that a log book or rock and roll? Where,
3: where, 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 oh, that, that
0: I don't even know what they call it, actually. Oh, I, think it's, to I be think it's rock and roll. Rock and roll. Where, where, where's Sleepy? He'll correct me on that. Sleepy Hill? Yeah.
3: No, Sleepy. Barry. Barry, he'll, he'll correct me on that.
0: Yeah, they'll all come well, in.
3: Bobble Bob, Bob will creep me on the north side and me on the <laughs> south side. I'm pretty yeah. pretty sure they're pretty sure that's rocking
0: No, might be, might be local. I'm sure mm. they'll they'll tell us here. But anyway, see. right, eh? Hey, good job, good show. Um, I'm in over. Thank talk, you very much. Talk to you soon, and 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 again, thanks to our great sponsors of um, Wednesday and Saturday nights, Queensland Rail. Know your trucking height. Great. Stop hitting those trucking bridges, mate, Yogi, eh?
3: Mm, yeah, oh, I wasn't. That wasn't I. I didn't want to make mm. six rock news today on that road, right, I tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: right around. We'll talk to you on Saturday night.